How are you feeling? <laughs> that deep sigh makes me think I'm feeling good or bad. I don't know. Um, how am I feeling? Well, I've officially reached the stage where I cannot wear any of my shoes. And I pulled out my, thank God I kept these sneakers for my last pregnancy, these slip-on sneakers oh, yeah. that I purchased from Target or Target, shout out. Not sponsored, but I love that place. My sister says it's my favorite store. And so I kept them just, so, you know, they got kind of run down the first time, but not too too bad. So I was like, let me just keep them just in case because I don't want to, remember last time I was struggling to find something that was that would fit my feet and mm-hmm. would be comfortable and those worked. So I pulled those out at an important meeting in the city. And this was like, the, of course, the day that I found out I can't fit any of my shoes. <laughs> and I tried on every single pair of my shoes. And I was like, you know what? F it. I had like a nice <laughs> outfit on with like my little like blazer type vest on and like my black slacks and my slip on sneakers. <laughs> because that's the only thing that oh would God. fit on my feet. And on top of that, too, I kind of hid that I had compression socks on under my slacks with the compression, with the slip-on sneakers. So <laughs> it was a look. I just, it wasn't, I owned it. It was, you didn't wear your pink compression socks. No, I thank God I brought a pair of black ones. So <laughs> it did maybe look like I had some tights on or whatever. Yeah. But I think when people... I think I was excused for the shoe attire because once they see that you're pregnant, they're like, okay, we like we get it. I'm not about to buy a whole dress pair of shoes and, and like I think I need like two sizes up or extra wide. I don't know which <laughs> would work. Maybe a size up and an extra wide. Oh that gosh. might work. But, um, you know, we're, we're nearing the end. So now I'm just like hesitant on buying anything that's not postpartum. I'm just like, I have to make whatever's in my closet work. (laughs) And so I did. (laughs) No shame. I'm Fatima. And I'm Brian. You're listening to Millennial and Pregnant. While we're talking through another pregnancy, this time we're doing it with our three-year-old. We think we know what to expect this time around, but somehow it still feels new. Today we're checking in to let you know what we've been up to. Do you need a minute to catch your breath at all? Why? I don't know. I'm just wondering. This is my normal breathing now. I know <laughs> this. That's why I was just I was just asking, um, because you are 35 weeks right now. Uh, we're recording. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't like too take rude to you. Switch. I was like, oh, I'm taking a sip of water. Yeah, I'm good. A peek so behind my normal curtain. breathing. That was uncandid. Uh, So we're at 30, we're 35 weeks, but I mean, we're a day shy of being 36 weeks. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm very much feeling very pregnant right now. Yeah. Well, you are carrying something the size of a honeydew melon. Yeah. Oh, it feels heavier. (laughs) It's a honeydew melon pus, whatever else I picked up at the grocery store. What's bigger, a honeydew or cantaloupe? Uh, it feels more like a watermelon. A watermelon. <laughs> like a large watermelon. <laughs> you do not want to pay by the pound. You just have like seven ninety nine oh. seven ninety nine watermelon and call it a day. Um, it's yeah. not even like, I don't even think it's, yeah, you have that extra weight in the front and that's 
annoying because you're kind of disproportionate at that point. But it's even just the added weight just surrounding you, too, mm-hmm. that you need to, like... <laughs> what added weight? Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> so sweet. Um, that you just start to feel it more. Uh-huh. Um, and water retention, all of those stuff. Got it. Throwing you off your balance. Balance everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that the amniotic fluid is going to be receding until birth, so the closer we get there because not a lot of room going on, um, the physical development of the baby is mostly done now. Now it's just gaining weight. Oh, okay. Which I, which I thought uh, that was surprising to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I, and I Maybe guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, we go to do our ultrasounds for the growth scans, even mm-hmm. though we've been doing awesome or the baby's been awesome with gaining weight, maybe more weight. It was ahead <laughs> of the game. Um, but because I was a little bit tinier, a doctor had, you know, mm-hmm. um, check in, which is, you know, fine with me. Um, so I guess normally women wouldn't keep doing the ultrasounds like I have. So they, they've checked for most of the development. So mostly it's, yeah. has the baby been gaining weight? And if the mom is, at, a, I guess, an average size, mm-hmm. starting her pregnancy, they don't really check and have those scheduled. True. Um, scheduled. Scans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Which, oh, there's, there's a brain on the, on the yeah, ground. Yeah, somewhere. Gotta find it. <laughs> but uh, y- are you having any uh, time, any hard time sleeping? <laughs> are yeah. you having a hard time sleeping? Yeah, I mean, I had a hard, I had a hard time sleeping before yeah. the pregnancy, and now I'm having a hard time sleeping now with the pregnancy. Um, and you know, I was really tired too because Brian went to my favorite store ever, which I already gave it a shout out. I love Target. <laughs> it just has everything, so you just love. That's why I love Home Goods and Marshalls, and it's just like you can get lost in there, and you like let the store tell you what you need. So I was so tired. I've been thinking, having a lot of stuff in my mind. Like I'll start thinking about just everything at like two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so I think this one started a little bit later. I probably woke up at like five and I really can fall asleep that that much. And so I let you go to one of my favorite stores without me so that I can sleep. And I woke up from that two hour nap with like drool (laughs) down my mouth. It was it was the best sleep ever because I woke up and I didn't. Usually I wake up from naps. I'm one of those people who don't like naps because I feel more groggy. I did not feel groggy. So then I just knew I'm like, my body is just like, you need sleep. So more naps in the coming weeks. Thank you, Brian, for (laughs) watching a little munchkin. That's something I wanted. I wanted, I didn't want you to come because I wanted you to sleep. Yeah, I I was about to clean. I I was about to like, you know me, I was about to start mopping the floors and stuff. And I was like actually i'm gonna nap like this is a good time to nap yeah i'm glad you did i'm glad you took that uh opportunity to nap because that's why i took liam to do all the errands today (laughs) uh it's also a full moon and the people were were wild yeah outside people were showing showing themselves that's for sure um now this one's strange because you've had heartburn your entire pregnancy yeah um but now you're gonna start to feel more (laughs) the heartburn's gonna be real uh, due to your uterus now up under your rib cage. Cool. Because I don't have to even eat anything now. And I'm just like, ooh, my You just got to think about it. And I just heartburn. have to just, you know, breathe and and it burns. <laughs> and, then, and then we talked about your clumsiness. Uh, well, we talked about your center of gravity shifting, which could lead to clumsiness. And do you 
find yourself clumsy? You don't, I don't observe you being clumsy. No, because I really just slow down, (laughs) even though my mom and I have my best friend from Texas here (laughs) um, and another best friend from college, like, come over and they're like, you need to, like, sit down and chill. But that, I'm like, okay, I kind of still stay up on my feet. But even when I'm standing up, I'm very careful about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not very clumsy. And at this stage, do you feel bored of being pregnant yet? Cause yeah. Of, yeah. And we're past like the cute phase where it's just like, ooh, this is a cute little baby bump and I could dress it up and <laughs> you're glowing. Now it's just like I'm swollen. My face, you know, just looks a little bit puffy. Like I don't feel like I look like myself anymore. Clothes, it's just like uncomfortable just to wear mm-hmm. anything. Like right now, I'm sitting in my bathrobe because this is like the most uncomfortable, the most comfortable thing to wear yeah. is a bathrobe. So, like, as soon as I have a chance to change out of my normal clothes, I'm changing into my one of three bathrobes, which I might invest in a couple more. Um, because this might just be my postpartum attire as well. Yeah, well, you're not alone because a lot of a lot of other women, according to Baby Center, uh, feel that they're over it about now. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and, and then uh, things to prepare for. Install your car seat. Wash baby bedding and clothing. Yeah, so we went and got like a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy going through our stuff because now I truly understand why people, you know, why we decided to not tell people the gender because almost all of our first, for the first 12 months clothes is gender neutral like and it's nice you know like i and it's also not even specific to i guess the seasons and stuff it's just like Mm -hmm. you know your grays and your creams and stuff like that so i already wash i guess i would say 90 percent of the stuff um then you got some more stuff that i was like i know Mm -hmm. we have another bag somewhere i can't remember what i ate two hours ago but I could tell him like yep there was another bag blah 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 and it has all this stuff in there and so sure enough Brian went back to the storage unit and it was there all the so cute- my short term memory is gone but my long term memory is still there and all the cute cookie monster yeah the cookie monster which is like totally like the, all those things you can put on a boy you can put on a girl it's just yeah. it's just cute little things it doesn't have like a ballerina or monster truck on it mm-hmm. so yeah um, but you've washed all the clothes now. Yeah, well, not the new stuff you brought, so I just have oh, to... Right. That I'm just going to throw... I had separated the other ones because I wanted to separate the... the. I already had separated the months, so I didn't want to <laughs> mix it again, and then there was some dark colors. This is all going in one wash. <laughs> I'm going to just put it on delicate. I think just pull this like, one pair of red shorts I just don't want to put in with all yeah. those light color, colored stuff, but like I'm going to throw those all in, in one wash. Yeah. So I think we're, and I think we also feel good because we did go to the storage unit, grab all that stuff, all, instead of, or not just clothing, but we also brought back the snoo. Yep. And it just, everything's just starting. I think when I unpacked the snoo and plugged it in and set it up, it just brought back everything. <laughs> right. Memories. Memory. It brought back memories, but it also brought back me thinking about anxiety and then anxiety coming on. <laughs> it yeah. just it all just hit me because now and again, I'm not I haven't been carrying the baby. 
So I don't. I not that I don't need have to clarify a daily. that for anybody here who's listening, <laughs> not, or me. So maybe you, you just you're just making a statement for yourself. Not okay. that I have like a. Not that I forgot we were having a baby. It just wasn't top of mind because now that we have you know Liam running around and everything else going on, I don't have that physical reminder except when I look at you. <laughs> Like, I see your baby bump. The physical reminder is looking at me, yep. <laughs> but I don't have, like, that, oh, I have, I'm carrying something. Yeah. Um, and it just, setting up this new, it, like, hit me, and I just felt very anxious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I weekend. mean, it's... Like, oh, my God, are we... But we're, we're, like, we're just waiting now, but... I mean, you're as ready as you can be. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's... Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've said it so many times. The only thing you can prepare for a child is that you got to go with the flow and that there's really mm-hmm. not much to prepare. Like, obviously, it's the, the items you can buy. And even mm-hmm. then, those things might not work. And so mm-hmm. you have to just kind of let go, which for us Virgos can be very traumatizing. <laughs> so, you know, you have to kind of shift back it um back to that, which you know, I think we have done that even mm-hmm. with ra- you know, raising Liam and raising a toddler, there's somewhat of like you have to let a little let mm-hmm. let go a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely getting real and having to like maneuver around the snoo and I was just thinking I was like we should set up the the diaper um, pail that we got, like, oh, yeah. and just really, I need a few more baskets for the for the closet, and putting the diapers in the drawers. And I was like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new like it's so crazy because yeah. I the experience of bringing Liam into this world and having like you brought this whole human with this mm-hmm. big personality and it's about to happen again. So it's pretty cool too. Yeah, probably another big personality. Yeah. Um, but since the last time we recorded an episode, we've we hit Thanksgiving, which you need to be pregnant every Thanksgiving because <laughs> everything you That's made, everything happen. you touched was delicious. Yeah. I just like, not that it's never delicious. It was like extra delicious. I was also trying to be like extra careful because pregnancy brain, I, was, I didn't want to forget something and I always was double checking myself. And retasting things just to make sure. And maybe my taste buds or something is heightened. my Or my sense of smell, too. So I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, but I was on my A game. It was everything, <laughs> every single thing. Now, I'm not going to be able so to cook good. after this. Like your cornbread, which is usually very good. It was like extra moist, <laughs> extra dense. Moist. Um, I love that word. Dense in like a good way. It was yeah. just, it was perfect. Everything was perfect. Um, so yeah, maybe we just make this an annual. No, <laughs> annual thing. <laughs> Pregnant every Thanksgiving. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, but then that same weekend, uh, your family threw you a sprinkle, which was really nice. So super nice. Yeah. And it's just, we, I think it's weird, not weird, but now we're experiencing, you know, with the pandemic and trying to do some kind of normal thing in a pandemic. Yeah, kind of challenges. you know, it was a smaller crowd, but it was so nice because even still people who weren't able to make it, who took COVID tests and tested positive for COVID or had, you know, mm-hmm. other issues where they couldn't expose themselves, which is fine. They, you know, sent such lovely, like they still were there in spirit, you know, sending gifts and nice cards, which mm-hmm. Liam read every single card <laughs> for me. 
every single uh, one. And so you just appreciate, like I, you just appreciate it, right? So you think, okay, how, you throw something, and you have to have like this big crowd and everything else, and then you just realize that there, it takes a lot of effort just to even get five people in a room and mm-hmm. that you really haven't had that I haven't had that many people over at the same time yeah. in my place in a long time so for me it was like bigger like mm-hmm. this was like the first step into you know even though we're still very much in a pandemic you know but uh the first big step we took with having like a gathering at our place and so mm-hmm. that was it was just like the ambiance was nice everyone was very chill the food mm-hmm. was good and we just had some laughs and and chatted and opened up presents and it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was so nice to be around family. Yeah. As well. And then and then we went to go visit our friends for yeah. a night. Um, had a babysitter and babysitter. <laughs> okay. His grandmother. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, that I it just felt so weird not having to think about this little person running around because yeah. we haven't had that in. So, so long. long. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it was like, it was a really nice feeling. Yeah. Even though like constantly, you know, my mom is like trying to force us to like do something. She's like, do you need, like, can you meet? And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. And so usually if like Nick or Lauren, you know, we hang out with them, they come over here, you know, they're within our inner circle. And so they hang out here and it's just, you know, Liam's still here running around. And so this time we, even though we played zero games um we were supposed to have a game night because we thought this was better um but we ended up same kind of thing just like chatting and talking and eating lots of food Mm -hmm. realizing that we're too old to probably eating some of the combination of food that we had (laughs) but it was everything was so good (laughs) but yeah no i'm like wait yeah i'm 32 years old and pregnant like what am i doing here um but (laughs) Yeah, no, it was really, really nice to see them and hang out and, one, yeah, once again, not have this person mm-hmm. running around <laughs> or entertaining or at least I didn't have to plop them in front of, like, trains. Like, if I really want a, a second mommy time or daddy time, trains are always the thing. Yeah, You plop up on that, but then you start feeling a little guilty. We've been doing really, being really, really conscious about not, giving that screen time yeah to him you know and just kind of you know tag teaming a little bit more mm-hmm. and now we're in the holidays like yeah, we're, christmas yeah. is a week away and it just feels like this year just phew, just gone it did it really did it's <laughs> gone i think it was the breakup of it of it all right the the big move the yeah. the flooding <laughs> that's true and you know the pregnancy Mm-hmm. And like breaking it up into those trimesters and stuff, it was just like the way, and then big transactions and stuff happening you know, for us at work. I, I think that kind of made mm-hmm. the year just, you know, you blinked and it was gone. Yeah, it's just it's wild that we're here now, and uh, yeah, this this last weekend be grabbing everything out of storage, um, you know, taking the the snoo out, but also the duna, which also like taking that out just brought back so many (laughs) memories because you know we're wearing that stroller into the ground because when we lived in manhattan we we walked everywhere with that with that stroller Mm -hmm. and it just brought back so many memories Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy we 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 kept it because um it it was definitely a good a good thing to have definitely a goodbye and you know it's also hitting me like 
my brain goes back to the kids sharing a room because <laughs> that's not something that I grew up knowing. So I'm like, how do you make sure? Oh, I thought you were talking more everyone. about us sharing a room with the baby. Oh, no, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, kids sharing a room. Like, how do that's you? That's what I grew up doing. I know, but at what? Obviously, what age did you just start going in there as a kid? Like at six months. Well, the thing and is, like, did, like everyone uh, we else, we were sleep? all. <laughs> We were also close in age, and I yeah. was somewhat of the middle child, if there could be a middle. So mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know anything else. Whereas Liam, I think he does know that that's his room, yeah, and that that's his space and stuff. So having, I think that was where why I was really conscious about let's keep the crib up and mm-hmm. let's show him that he's sharing his space already. Mm-hmm. And even then, he'll have six more months because hopefully. Yep. the baby can stay in the snoo for the six months <laughs> Please, so Lord. he'll be had his own room for four years so yeah. yep. it will be more of adjustment for him and i think we just need to make it very you mm-hmm. know very clear or just kind of help him through that there definitely will be some yeah you know a little bit of hiccups with that but <laughs> like who's waking up who yeah that's that's the stuff that i was trying to think about like yeah Okay, now everyone's sleep schedule is going to be thrown off. It'll probably be thrown off because the baby will be crying at night. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully. Not if we have this, you know, with the snoo. We'll yeah, ho- yeah, with the snoo. Like, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But, and you know, not every situation is, you know, permanent right now. Yes, yeah. we're in a two bedroom. I think for at least the first year, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be sharing a room and then we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll get their own rooms. Yeah. But that was just like that. Another that was just hitting me, like mm-hmm. sharing a room. Okay, well, what if Liam's sleeping and I need to go in there for the baby thing, baby somethings? And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta wake up Liam, and then yeah, it just all these scenarios popped into my head in that inner voice, just yapping on. Um, <laughs> it's more like a panel. No, it's true. It's, it's panel like, okay, what do you do? But, <laughs> you know, we might have to reassess and be like, yeah. okay, do we put the crib in our room because oh, no, it won't fit. <laughs> We could, you could make it fit. You, your, I, no, I don't think so. Your bike would need to. The figure Peloton out would have to move to Liam's room. Yeah, we can't put the bike in there. I know. It'll, it'll work out. It'll work out. Let's, you know. Yeah, and that's it. Was just, I don't know why it hit me. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'm just like mentally preparing myself by just tying things up at work, trying to put a bible of my work life. Yeah. Together. So that's just been um, very interesting lately. And uh, and then, yeah, going through the newborn clothes. Like, do, do a lot of people save them? I feel like in my family, they were always passed down. I, uh, uh, like, I think so. I think a lot of people save them. I think there came a time in the somewhat in the middle where people weren't doing it as much, and now people are very environmentally mm-hmm. conscious, so they're making sure they're saving things. And the newborn clothes, like the first twelve month clothes, honestly, sometimes you your kid only wore it once. <laughs> yeah. So like it's in really like some of the Bars things I was not... touching, I was like, this is feels like it's new and I just took the Did tag it off. it smell like newborn Liam? No, it doesn't. It, it, it smells like storage. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, I touched them. I was like, wow, like this is wasn't washed that well. And then you could tell the stuff that we yeah. had him wearing most of the time, which people get your 
friends who are or a family who's having a kid, those onesies that zipper up, the oh, two-way yeah. onesies mm-hmm. with the footies and the option to cover their hands. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that, honestly, you're constantly throwing and changing on the baby. And especially now having a winter baby, I'm like, we need, I know we're going to need more of those. We yeah. had a ton, which this is all the more was just the onesie. Mm-hmm. We had like maybe three pair of pants. Like, do not waste your money on pants. Like, <laughs> little babies, yeah. especially in the summer, like the onesies. And he, I'm pretty sure there were are more than seventy five percent of the onesies he had. He only wore mm. one time. <laughs> wow. So they were in yeah, great condition. So were. yeah, I think that yeah, a lot of people do pass it down, and then some toddler stuff. But we're realizing if your toddler <sighs> plays on the floor a lot on their knees that some of the stuff all the holes all the holes or like to stretch out their necks of their clothes like see him with his pajama tonight when i put it on him because it was just washed and it's just the collar is just yeah it's a low cut collar (laughs) so uh, i would imagine that and we're going to be more picky now that we're putting away some of the toddler things and seeing what we can reuse i'm just gonna have to just be like Let's just give this yeah. away, like, or risk have it go to a recycling type clothing mm-hmm. things. Like, there's so many different options you can do for like mailing in or um, finding your lo- a local place mm-hmm. that you can donate to. Yeah, if your family or friends don't have any need for them. Yeah, and it, that going through all those clothes was just such a fun nostalgic, not nostalgic, but like just brought back so many memories going through all those mm-hmm. onesies i just i know i know I it does like, oh. like see and the, they're so tiny the clothes yeah we found i mean then oh we found the hospital blanket and the little hat that oh my God. he came home in and so now i'm like i need to find like a little box or you know cute little thing so that they can each have their you know if they want to keep it yeah because at some point i'm like okay i have no space take them <laughs> kind of thing or you know here here you go um so i'm trying to hold on to those things because i feel like you just don't throw those away yeah and so that was really nice seeing or the little cookie monster that your dad brought home for for him and just like putting like his first halloween outfit his first christmas outfit i think that's really it that they really need to like really keep halloween and christmas at least that's you know brian's thing so yeah, no, I started thinking about it and, and like, when they wore it. Yeah. And just also just looking at the size. I'm like, what? So These, tiny. This, like, so tiny. And I just have to remind myself that babies are much more sturdier than you think. Yeah. Obviously, you need to support their head, you know, but with changing them. I didn't them, even think of that. What? Like, hopefully it'll be muscle memory coming back to, like, a brand new baby and handling a brand new baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I hope. I mean, I hope it'll be muscle memory. Yeah, I think so. I like. Th- I, I, don't, I don't. I think, think we, I, we were. We weren't like super nervous with handling. That's true. With handling him, because I think we talked of, about this. Yeah. Last season, where it was like, when it's your own baby, you feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. Versus someone else's baby, like I feel like. And I remember I my brother saying when like my little niece was born, it's like she's much more sturdy than like you think, yeah. and like that kind of like stuck with me. Like be a little rag doll. Here, my like, little brother's giving me advice on the baby, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Like they are like much more sturdy than you think. Like obviously, do not drop your baby, <laughs> you know. But yeah. like when you're changing them and stuff like that, like they're it, they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you know, because sometimes it's just like I, I was thinking before when we first purchased clothes. 
I'm like, I can't have anything that goes over their head. And I have to like get that over their head. Everything needs to be, you know, be able to have like a jacket type of thing and then button or a zipper. Yep. And so now I'm like, no, I'm not really like too worried about that. It will still all. It will always still be scary to when you bathe your baby for the first yeah. time because they're just slippery. Yeah, they're really really slippery. <laughs> like I remember, I was very anxious bathing um, Liam the first time because he's just like all I over know. the place peeing. Yeah, it pretty much was like the quickest sponge wipe down ever because I was yeah. like, I can't do this. Like yeah. we're we're done. And then the next time we did it in like the kitchen sink and. We just, we like tag teamed or we knew like what exactly to do. So it wasn't too uh-huh. slippery. Much, much better once they can hold their head up. But like, <laughs> it's like night and day. Yep. And then of course, around that time, which is like the four month time, that's when you go back to work. And you're like, damn yeah. it. Yep. Like they're finally holding their head up. Like what's, what's going on? <laughs> like, like, anyways, <laughs> I digress. And then, you know, to talk about the end of the show, but what, Looking back on how we have evolved and adapted as parents with Liam, what have you learned as being a parent or parenting Liam? Whether it be something new that you didn't realize that you needed to learn or that you've learned and no one told you or someone told you and you're like, okay, that's, you know, outdated or. I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that I learned just about babies in general and like hard phases that they go through like teething Mm -hmm. no like what no one really sat no one really sits you down and talk about teething and be like (laughs) and how early it starts on and how miserable the baby can be Uh or what happens you know when the baby first gets their first cold or stuff no stuff Mm -hmm. he knows and like how to handle that like And how scary that could be and the breastfeeding journey. Mm-hmm. So all those little techniques and things about um, babies, um, obviously, I learned during that time. But something about myself is that I always thought I was very, people probably would laugh if they hear this. And, but I thought I was a very calm, patient person, which maybe if you compare me against some of the people I'm around that I am. I mm-hmm. could tend to be that sense of calm and patient. And I realized I didn't really have as much. I was not as chill as I thought I was. <laughs> and so I think over the time with, you know, um, finding a balance, because obviously there are things that you shouldn't be too chill about. Mm-hmm. Right. And that you should still, you know, not freak out, but, you know, drive home that this is important or like, no, you can't break that rule. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the most of the things I'm like, who have to kind of like let go a little yeah. bit or just be a little bit pa- patient, you know, if I'm trying to, especially with Liam in the toddler phase, because obviously it's fresh in our minds right now. But they were just like, you expect, you know, your child to like be listening to you or do the routine and you're trying to, now we're at the stage where we're trying to make him more independent. So I'm like, well, I need to give him probably... 10 to 15 minutes to get his jacket and shoes on Mm -hmm. (laughs) or else I'm going to end up being like, okay, let's go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's just like those little things where you have to kind of build that in and it helps you Mm -hmm. be more patient. If you give him a little bit more time, like they just don't move. These little people move (laughs) so slow, you know, they'll run around like a crazy, crazy people at the park. 
um, or through the house when you don't want them to and feel like they have like a ton of energy at five o'clock in the morning. But then you go, okay, time to get your shoes and jacket on. And it's literally a 20 minute activity. (laughs) So, um, you know, I I've learned to be a little bit more patient and figure out ways that I could be a little more patient (laughs) with myself and with this little person with Brian sometimes he probably gets the brunt of it where I'm just like I've been really patient with this little human so you're just gonna get every you're gonna get the impatient <laughs> version of me um which tends I feel like that just happens right in in relation in relationships when you're brand new parents and trying to figure it out like sorry to the spouse um but trying to be mindful of that as well so you know I have to be better I can't always blame it on my hormones but anyways um so I think that that was that's like the biggest thing that I've learned um while being a parent um and in the newborn phase like there was just so many things like trying to get this baby to sleep like it was just oh it was it was a lot so we had to be patient um with the baby patient with ourselves we came up probably weeks later with like a routine of what we were doing where you had all diapers and stuff and you know we switched off with bedtime and everything else and I had all the feedings so it's like we figured it out um probably Mm -hmm. should even still iron out a little bit of that stuff before the baby comes Mm -hmm. and be like what are we doing Mm -hmm. is it the same thing (laughs) (laughs) iron Um, out those details because oh I can remember when you we're like, oh, yes, I heard white noise is good. And, like, you did the white noise. And I was like, this is horrible. I don't want to hear this. And then, sure enough, like, Liam was sleeping a little bit better with the white noise. And now he still needs some, like, sound when he is sleeping. So I have to remember to be more receptive as well to, like, suggestions and stuff like that. Um but then, once again, it's still okay. There's things I just won't budge on. <laughs> and that's fine, because I just know my comfort level. Like, you know, it's I'm not judging anyone. Like, I know tons of people do. Like, the sleep training, cry it out method. For me, like, it's just something is, like, in me. Like, where I just cannot do it. <laughs> um, maybe because Liam was really loud, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my that gosh. was... You know, I need, hopefully this baby can self-soothe or there's other ways that we can think about how we can self-soothe the baby, help them figure out how to self-soothe outside of just like cry it out one time. But those are things, things will be on top of my mind just because Liam was, you know, I, you know, and I will never regret what we did because I think we just got so, he's the most loving kid in Mm -hmm. the world. Like just, he's, he will always come up to Brian and I and like give us kisses and hugs and tells us like every single day that he loves us so like I know we did something right I lost like I can't even tell you how much hours of sleep but this kid like really you can tell he has a real connection um with both of us no no I'm just really out of breath no your your eyes were glazing oh (laughs) I'm not crying (laughs) um but you know, I think it's because we were, we really, we dove into that, like really comforting him and being that sense of safety for him that I think has made him such a loving person. And it even transcends to my mom and our family and stuff like that. You can just tell like when he feels safe with mm-hmm. someone, 
that's when you can see that he really truly like opens up mm-hmm. and stuff. So like I'm glad that we had create created that safe space for him. Um even though it meant sacrificing a lot a lot of sleep. Of sleep. <laughs> a lot of sleep, but it was worth it. That's true. Anything else you learned? Uh anything else I learned? Um I think I learned uh, to go more with the flow, like you were saying, mm-hmm. instead of, I don't know, just trying to stick to something. <laughs> to a schedule. <laughs> Not to even a, plan. a schedule, because we, there, there, there was sort of like go with the flow for breastfeeding, but, um, and we tried to do, tried to have it, you know, still have a schedule because babies like routines, but just like, let it, just let it go. Just if it doesn't work out, whatever. It doesn't work out. Try something new. So I think, I think that's really the biggest one. And then helping to, and then now lately helping to find interests or helping Liam find interests, um, has been eye opening just in terms of trying to get him to explore other things and trying to figure out what he's interested in Yeah, and then help guiding him, um, to explore new things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's true because you could be like, oh yeah, my kid, they, they love trains. Let's just get them all during things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, okay, but maybe that's all that you get got, gotten him. Like, maybe let's try something different. Like, would they like, or would they be more into their play kitchen if they had more things that mm-hmm. were similar to what you have in the kitchen? Um, so I think that, like, that's a big thing that he, you know, really, really loves. Um, or just like music and stuff. Like, he gets so calm. Yeah. And engrossed when he's listening to music. So it's just like, okay, like, let's turn the music. Let's turn the Sonos on mm-hmm. a little bit more or even show him how to use it because, you know, now he does. He's like, Alexa, turn on, do this, do that. So he's like really into that. <laughs> turn on the Rockefeller Christmas tree. <laughs> turn on the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Um, so that's actually a really, really good point. It's just like kind of helping them m- maneuver that a little bit and also realizing that you know, okay, like the child's not particularly doing something. I'm like, why are you not listening? Or why are you not doing this when mm-hmm. I tell you to do it? And then you're like, okay, well, besides me telling them that they should be doing this, am I doing mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So it's been making me look inwards more. And I'm like, okay, like maybe I need to look into Brian's eyes a little bit more. <laughs> do I always say thank you when he gives me something? Do I always say mm-hmm. please when I ask for something? Do I clean up after myself or what do I do with my jacket when I come in the house? Mm-hmm. Which usually it was throw it on the chair or something else. And now I'm like more mindful and I hang it up in the closet. Yeah. So he knows that there's a place for everything mm-hmm. and that, you know, having conversations and getting down and like really talk like I mm-hmm. to I I was talking to Melanie on the couch yesterday and he literally just like tilted his head and was looking at Melanie as she's talking and like looking at, at us having a conversation mm-hmm. and <laughs> at first she had said something and then she we just kept just having the conversation he like looked at us the entire time while we were going back and forth back and forth and I was like okay, I need to carve out more time where I'm with my friends and I'm talking with them um, or even when I'm just talking mm-hmm. with Brian. And so he can see and he sees our interaction, how mm-hmm. we're talking with each other and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, this is important. And I need to make sure I'm incorporating that more because now he needs, 
he needs even a little bit more, not just the, is he fed, blah, 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 like all the necessities and does he know he's safe, you know, and a hug and a kiss. He needs to now see how can I, when you're now molding him into like, how can I now, the person I'm going to be and like how I communicate and how I can be social. And he's looking to us to really be that North Star and guide him Mm -hmm. through that. And so that means that we have to be more social. (laughs) (laughs) In a pandemic. In a a pandemic, in a safe way, right? Yeah. Um, And so you have to just kind of maneuver (laughs) maneuver that. Yep. And then going back to your jacket, will you be putting it on the same way he does? (laughs) No. I I don't know if anyone has heard this, which you could talk about it. No, I was just saying I have never heard of this method called flip flop over the top. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the cutest thing to watch him put his arm facing the jacket on the floor at from the top with the hood, I guess, of a jacket at his feet upside down, putting his hands through the sleeves Lifting it up over his head, flipping it over his head, and he's wearing the jacket. Mm-hmm. And then, he, yeah, flip flop over the top. So it was like Melanie was like, "So what are they going to do when they're older? Are they going to keep doing that?" <laughs> I was like, "That's a very good point." I'm like, "It's probably more of if you have like 12 kids in a class, or up to 14 kids in a class, and you only have a teacher and a teacher assistant. How can we get these kids? They only have 30 minutes outside." It could take 30 minutes to zipper up everybody's jacket. <laughs> yeah. So how do we get the kids to help us, you know, halfway? Because yep. they are still working on some of their fine motor skills of how to, like, really fully dress themselves. But mm-hmm. and even goes back into, like, being more patient and getting, like, Liam ready, realizing that, okay, maybe 845 when I have a 9 o'clock meeting is not the right time. So we get dressed <laughs> at 830 now. Yep. And we pretty much use like that full half an hour, Mm -hmm. but I let him undress himself Mm -hmm. um, and then help him only when he asks, only when he asks for the help Mm -hmm. where he's like, mommy, can you please help me? I don't jump in. Mm -hmm. And I let him dress himself and then, you know, only guiding him a little bit because even sometimes he doesn't even say, oh, I don't have to say now, what do you do with your dirty clothes and put in the hamper? He just knows. He's like, oh, and he picks it Mm -hmm. up and and do it. So I have to like stand back and just shh and like not (laughs) say anything. And only when he's kind of seeming to detour, yeah, which could be just a lot, like it can be a lot, um, do I guide him (laughs) like, okay, what do we do next? Mm -hmm. And then we do this. Uh, And then eventually I think it just, everything will kind of, click we, we had like a few moments where he you know for the longest time he was like really annoyed with me washing his hair and detangling yeah. his hair and I'm like am I hurting you is mommy hurting you and so he mm-hmm. just kind of go uh, and as I go gentle more gentle because I could be a little heavy-handed I got more <laughs> gentle with him you know yeah. he would pull away less and so the other day he he goes mommy hurt that hurts and I was and I go oh okay I was like I'm sorry and he goes thank you for saying sorry <laughs> I nearly <laughs> fell over nearly fell over I'm like because I we say that all the time we're like yeah. thank you for saying this to him all the time has never ever said it back to me being like thank you or have ever said and identified this hurts, like identifying there's some pain. <laughs> it's not just me being difficult <laughs> right. in the bathtub. You're hurting me because you're heavy handed, mother. 
So I'm like, I'm trying to help him identify those things. And just one day, everything clicks for them. Yep. And so it's just such a, it's such a a beautiful moment when that does happen. Mm -hmm. Because you're just like, oh, wow. Like, I'm not just talking to a wall. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. (laughs) And then to close us out. What are you looking forward to this week? Um, in life, in pregnancy, in I'm just looking forward to just slowing down a little bit more and just trying to rest. And I think that I got in a lot of like the big things off the list, and I was really glad we did a big push this past week, last week, and then this past weekend of just trying to get everything ready. And so I'm just trying to now rest because everyone keeps telling me I need to (laughs) so I'm just like okay whatever I'm gonna rest because I do remember how tired I was (laughs) in that first what do we say it was like seven weeks right that we were just like kind of we were zombies Oh, yeah. The first six or seven weeks you are a zombie like you're a zombie I think I said it took I haven't listened to the episode in a while, but I think I said it took like two weeks to get used to not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then a month was like, okay, I, I can live off of little sleep. Yeah. But then a few weeks later, you're used to it and you're like, ooh, I need to build in some naps. Mm-hmm. I think that was sort of my progression. Yeah. Because the first week I was wired on adrenaline. Uh, yeah, it was adrenaline. Every, right? every movement in uh, at night or just like noise. Yeah, I just pff, yep. like shoot What's my head up out, out of bed. Yeah, what you come through your checklist of like all the, the baby needs, and it's really just like two things. Yeah. Like, does the baby need to be changed or fed? And yeah. then they'll go back to sleep after yeah. that, right? So yeah, I think there's that, and and I also need to, in which I let my. Probably because my friend Melanie is very bossy, but she and like the only person that ever really lets me help helps me in the kitchen to like clean up is my my mom. Mm-hmm. Like even sometimes I'm like with Brian, well Brian too, right? Obviously, you know it was both of our kitchen. Um, but any guests that I have, I feel like I need to be this host and I need to, you know, it seems it's a very intimate thing for me to clean my house. Mm-hmm. I'll go to people's house and I'll wash the dishes. How many times have I ever washed your? Mm-hmm mom's dishes or you mm-hmm. know gone to my friend's house and done that but then when i'm in my space i'm just mm-hmm. like it's like, as if touch. they're cleaning my underwear that's how i feel i feel just like <laughs> as if they're hand washing my underwear like yeah. it just seems very intimate to me because i'm just like this is yeah. like my like my thing and she Our like wedding plates huh our wedding plates no just like cleaning my kitchen yeah (laughs) you know and like getting into them just like oh this is my mess like i just oh i don't like that um but i let go and she's like sit down she's like i she's like you know what this means you just cooked dinner for me so that means i'm gonna clean and she's just like you know probably was forceful like how my mom could be and i was like okay melanie like yeah you can clean them (laughs) and then like when she was here for the you know next day and a half i was just i just gave up i was just like sure (laughs) and i just like sat down um you know so maybe people need to be more like that and maybe i'll let them um then again melanie and my mom's standard of cleaning is like my standard of cleaning Mm -hmm. so i i appreciate i i let go when they're when they're in there because like they'll dry things off and put it away 
and all that other stuff. Cleaning out, they clean out the sink. Yeah. Like she was cleaning out the sink. She took yeah. the grate up, like how yeah. my mom does, how I do. Yeah. And took the grate up and she scrubbed the grate. And I was <laughs> like, do you want to come move in with <laughs> no. me? Because <laughs> you're more than welcome to stay. I try to get her to stay another night. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, I'm bad. I like, she wanted to travel uh, and go over. She had to drive to Brooklyn, so she drove there um, at night. She's like, I've been feeling more awake during nighttime. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> because I'll make you breakfast in the morning, clean my kitchen, and then go. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to try to make sure I accept help more. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's what I'm trying to make. I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> that seems to be the, the theme of the yeah. episode. Letting yeah. go, and we'll try. As hard as we can. As hard as we can. <laughs> That's all for this episode, but make sure you're following the show so you know when the next episode is out. Check out our website, liliesandloafers.com, for cooking and DIY inspiration and more updates from our growing family. Millennial and Pregnant is a Lilies and Loafers original podcast. It's hosted by me, Fatima. And me, Brian. Original music by Purple Planet. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. <laughs>